Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, I literally just forgot I had to do a radio show. I was just sitting here jamming to the outfield, then I looked at Wheeler, and I'm like, what's Wheeler doing here? <laughs> What are you doing I, in my bedroom? I did not sleep last night. I am the kind of person that when I don't sleep, I don't do anything about it. I don't get up. I don't watch TV. I just lay there and worry, you mm-hmm. know, and fret. And last night was so bad. Uh, I got up like at 2 a.m. and watched television until 3. I slept some because I had weird dreams. But, uh, yeah, what is it now? Like once a month, twice a month, I'll throw one of those. Yeah. So It's, it's better than it used to be for sure. Yeah. That's yeah, true. And uh, Andrew's on uh, Amped Lemonade from Panera Bread. So this should be quite a show. I Oof. I'm feeling it. And and you're going to notice a change in me because this really does have an effect. Like, I feel... Why is it still in front of you then? Through the roof. Because it's 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 not a bad feeling. It's not... Like, well, I don't feel... He's like, I'm, I'm going to come you. at you like a spider monkey. Yeah, I'm worried about the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just have lots of uh, If I have he lots hasn't of ruined it by now. That's a good point. <laughs> I have lots of energy right now. It's not an intervention. <laughs> yeah. Have all the amp you want, pal. <laughs> Do you know anybody who gets up because they can't sleep? And goes to the fridge and gets food. Oh, yeah. Because I really, because I feel like that is just a TV thing. It only happens in TV and movies because I've never. I can't uh, sleep. I'm going to have a sandwich. Go downstairs. Give an excuse to find the killer. Yeah. That happens? Oh, yeah. So uh, I don't. So, okay. One of my worst dietary habits, and it is a habit, is right before bed, I really, really need like a bite of something like chocolate or a donut or a hostess cherry pie or something, and a big swig of milk. Um, And so the only thing I'll do is in the middle of the night, I'll try to replicate that. Like, okay, I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to have my tug, as I call it, and I'm going to go back to bed. I know, (laughs) unfortunately. Uh, Pardon me while I tug. that. Uh, But I've never gotten up in the middle of the night and, like, eaten something. Like, you know, like you. Like, to me, that's something out of a sitcom. Like, make the sandwich and, or or like, oh, there's half a chicken in here. I'm going to eat it. (laughs) It's always been a weird thing. There's no way people do that. I get weirded out by uh, people who sleepwalk. My niece sleep, slept, walked when she was a kid, and uh, or people who take Ambien and will wake up and they made a full meal and it's just all messy. Oh, and that that freaks a, me. There's a subreddit. I think it's just r slash Ambien, and it's people will post while they're on Ambien, and no. it is wait. It seems like a really bad idea. It's some of the funniest stuff. It'll people. It'll be people like with all these crazy spelling errors. Like my w- w- wife, she's so soft. 
and I'm I I love with the wife. <laughs> like it's it's just very silly. Can we sure it's that or is that the uh, caffeine today? <laughs> that's that's me when I drink one of these Panera lemons. Yeah. yeah, that's how I say it. <laughs> I used to. Well, never mind. So there was a. You ever Go slept on. next to somebody who had who had that like the sleepwalking problem? My wife talks in her sleep, and it's terrifying. That's different than getting up and starting to walk away, which would wake me up, and then I'd have to grab her and say, nope, back down, and then she'd just go right back to sleep like nothing happened. And then you'd have to remind her in that the morning. That could be a deal breaker. It, I agree with you. I mean, you that's, know, that freaks me. The comedian Mike Birbiglia, yeah. he had that, uh, I forgot the name of the, the special he did, but it was about that. He, he fell he, out a window. He jumped out of a second-story hotel window through the glass he just was sleepwalking in the middle of the night. So what he had to do was get himself like a, he had to wrap himself in a sleeping bag and something else just so he wouldn't get up in the middle of the night. And because that's he almost died. He cut himself up. Um, that's if, terrifying. If anyone, if anyone has a bad sleepwalking story, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. I'd love to hear it. Um, yeah, I've had I've, I've never had maybe sleep paralysis once or twice. Waking up from like a terrible dream and you couldn't quite move. Can't move yet. Uh, I've had twice that uh, I've told the stories about. Uh, the worst one was when Phoebe was about, oh, I don't know, six or seven, because she was in bed uh, with me. And I remember that because I woke up. And there was a 1950s wrestler standing next to me in my bed, like Bulldog Bulldog Bob Brown. (laughs) And he was just standing there. And he was wearing a singlet, and he was paunchy, and he was balding. Like, I could paint you a picture of him. And he started throwing haymakers at me, and so I started throwing haymakers at him. And I remember specifically Phoebe being there because I'm like, I have to protect my daughter. And then I didn't wake up. I was awake. But it was some sort of like still in my dream state or something like that. And one of the guys I worked with back then goes, how is that not a ghost? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want it to be. this, So that's why it's not a ghost. But I just figured it was like some sort of a continuation of a nightmare I was having. I don't ever really have stuff like that. Um, I do have a lot of times the thing where I'm I'm pretty sure that I'm awake, but I guess I'm not. But it feels like I'm laying in bed. However, I know I, I in the end, I realize I have been asleep this entire time, but I've been, I guess, dreaming that I've been laying awake in my I bed. I get that. Yeah. You get that, too? I think I did a little bit of that last night when I wasn't I sleeping. I hate that. Because I, I knew I wasn't sleeping, but then I looked up and three hours had passed, and I'm like, well, I had to have. That, that's exactly what yeah. happens yep. to me. I yep. had to have. That one sucks. I hate that one. Because you like, still feel tired. I yes, I don't feel like rested. you make your mentally. You're like I'm still tired. I didn't sleep. I would. I'm sure I would change my mind at the moment of my death. But sitting here now, or no, not now, but going back to when I was young, knowing what my life would be like, I would take a year off my life to be a good sleeper. Oh, I've known people yeah. and been with people where their head hits the pillow out, like oh man, or on a plane or in a car. What a gift that is! It's oh my god. It would be if I could if I had the genie bottle three things that's number one probably wow because it 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 absolutely changes everything mm-hmm. how well, you feel all day uh, we've had a big uh, 
talking sports day today, guys, because Rachel's not here. So we're, we're like, hey, acting more like that. Guess. <laughs> guess how much I can bench press wheels. Uh, but that's a huge thing now. Sleep. I, I remember oh, man, yeah. seeing, yeah. the I guess, the, our fastest guy for the U.S. who's getting ready for the Olympics. And uh, Travis Kelsey was talking about, you know, uh, someone was talking about, oh, it was Travis Kelsey's mom saying how good – Taylor Swift is about Taylor, uh, Kelsey's sleep schedule. Like now, it's such a huge thing for elite athletes. Yeah, I mean, it's that's how you recover. If you're not getting enough sleep as an athlete, you, your body won't recover. And if you don't recover, you can't make gains. You can't be as good from one game to the next. And that's why I mean, that's why so many teams have now. They, I don't think anybody flies commercial anymore. Everything is charter so that they can work around that. Yeah. So they can get there, get when they, get there when they need to, make sure that everybody's going to get the proper amount of sleep. Uh, it's a little tougher in baseball because of the, some of the travel on some days, but for the most part, that's as important as diet. That's as important as your workout routine. That if you're not sleeping right, you're just not going to be the same. So speaking of, of sports, let me say my first old guy thing of the day, because. Um, you guys are both within 10-ish years of me, so we kind of grew up the same way. I I think this is a literal statement. I don't think this is hyperbole. Since I've been a grown-up and owned my own homes and things like that, I don't think I've ever seen any kids playing Sandlot. I know they play select soccer and they play, you know, like with wheels, uh, coaching baseball, but I didn't learn anything from my coaches until probably high school. It was just dads, you know, like I said yesterday, would hand you your running helmet and put their beer down at first base. Um, it was all just playing the games, and it was magic. Just weather like this, and it's like uh, after school or a Saturday or a Sunday, and you'd all just, like, hey, we're going to be playing at 3 p.m. You'd go out there, you'd pick teams. God, that was fun. I, I think I just think kids are really, really missing out. But then again... Like, my dad would have been like, I never see kids rolling a, a hoop with a stick anymore. You know, like, who knows? Maybe it's just generational. See, I don't I don't know if it happens or not because I try to stay away from parks. <laughs> I can't be the, I can't be can't the mid-40s guy on. walking. Yeah, I just, when I'm, I'm not kidding you. When I walk by children, I straight ahead. I just don't want anybody to have the even impression that I'm looking at their kids. I don't want that. That, that terrifies me. Is weird <laughs> it's not at all it's not at all i've never heard anyone say that before it's just like i don't want people to think that i'm like i want to i'm staying away from your kids well, I don't... you should get rid of those glasses then <laughs> oh wow <laughs> <laughs> how am i gonna see <laughs> get contacts no nope, can't, uh, can't, right? uh, can't do it can't do it right you're like look i physically cannot see your children <laughs> oh like i don't want to talk to kids i don't want to talk to other people's kids well that's normal well yeah you know Right. See, see, you're you're walking a weird line here because on the normal side so is I don't want to well, talk to like strangers' a, kids. Yeah. I mean, like in public, yeah. But I mean, if you're at a barbecue and someone, well, that's different. Okay. No, because yeah, you yeah, hate yeah, kids, yeah, yeah. don't you? Because you can't. Meet, you can't meet a baby and all your other you weird. Cannot meet a baby. All your other that's weird true. kids can't stuff. meet a baby. What do you mean? I think in order for a meeting to happen, the other party has to be aware that this is a meeting. Oh, I got you. You can look at a baby. Yeah, you can see the baby. But yeah. you can't meet it. It doesn't know your name. It you. didn't get your name. Yeah. Like, you can't meet I'm a dog. I'm on side in this. When, no. Yeah, when, when a person says, oh, come meet my dog. Well, I'm going to see your dog and pet it, but it doesn't know who I am. Yes, it does. No, it gets. Serious. I think you can meet a dog more than you can meet a baby. I, I agree I, with that. that Man, I, I hope could, Steve's not listening right now. 
He was just giving us compliments. He's like, you know what? When Rachel left, I thought the show would fall apart, but you guys have been really doing smart stuff and. Yeah, a, you I, know I just said I think you can meet a dog. Hey, two minutes, two minutes in, Ronji's like, look, See, I don't want anyone to think I'm looking at their kids. Okay? That is a real Steve compliment. Yeah, uh, I thought this was gonna suck, but good job, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I think the, the problem with the whole meeting thing is a framing thing. You could argue that the baby doesn't meet you because they're not registering it, but you, you are meeting that baby. A meeting is two ways, man. Mm, that's a conversation. Yeah, meetings typically are a short conversation. It's not a business meeting, Ron, for God's sake. I'm not saying you're sitting at a table. <laughs> like when you meet a famous person, you're like, hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm a big fan. That's a meeting. You met with them. You met them. You, you a, met that person. You had a short conversation. You met the person. Okay. What if that person had memory disorders where they didn't remember you when you walked it's away? It's not a meeting. Well, that's the same as a baby. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's what he's going to say. I'm being a smart ass. Yeah. You no, still met that person. You still, you met that person. But did that person meet you? Maybe not. I don't know. That's Mm. the question. Then it's not a meeting. (laughs) (laughs) It's like an Abbott Costello routine. It's like, who's on first? I don't know. Third base? Right? Yeah, I really was. I'm like, man, we're killing it. I thought you guys were going to suck. I'm I'm going to kill it today. Today's going to be the best show we've done all week. We just spent five minutes on Hey, just keep in mind, like the biggest reaction in the last couple of days was was the the, uh, report card. Yeah. On French fries. In yeah. less than an so, hour, we're going to talk to a guy who is a professor of neurology, neurosurgery. Yeah, we got that. Oh, biology. nice. Yeah. See, the smart so, stuff's coming. That, that <laughs> less happens. than an hour before, we're like, so oh. balance. That's really funny because that happens to Amy and me all the time where we will spend, oh, God, you know, two hours talking about the heaviest stuff. And then we'll have one segment where it's this, it's like, oh, zippers and button flies are stupid. And that's yeah. the only thing Steve hears. <laughs> <laughs> you guys talk about, okay, show's fine, but you guys talked about button flies for 10 minutes. Like, yes, you missed the rest, though. This <laughs> 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 is I kept telling my parents all whole life. Yeah. All the you time they got caught. Like, I already did my homework. <laughs> I did it already. <laughs> It's so true. Timing's everything. What someone, see, what you know, how they see you, when they see yep. you. Chris and Amy are always talking about button flies. That show sucks. <laughs> no, was that one? It was like two minutes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 121 DGS. Couple weird stories here. Did you guys see the story about the the founder of Lululemon? It's uh, the guy's 67, 68 years old, and I don't know whether he was rich beforehand or if he just caught a flyer with yoga pants, but he's worth like $7 billion, and he has muscular dystrophy, but he has a very, very rare type that only affects maybe like a 1,000 people in the whole world, and he is spending his fortune to try and cure his specific rare type of MD, which as I understand it, not a doctor, but as I understand it from the article, will do something but very little for the general population of people who have muscular dystrophy. And he's taken a lot of crap. And in response, he basically said, well, that's what you get to do when you're a billionaire, is you get to try to save your own life because you have billions of dollars. And people are just like losing their minds. Thoughts? He's got a point. Right? I mean, what if it's your kid? Is it different if it's your kid instead of you? That's interesting. I mean, it's your money. You can buy all the house. If you can buy all the houses you want and travel all you want and do all that, why can't you pursue your own your own health care? You, you know, something that will help maybe save your life. I don't. I mean, I, I understand the other point. Well, it's not going to help very many people, but you you've earned this. Why? If you could spend it on cars and houses, why not on your health? Is the argument that he should be using that fortune to help the greater cause yes. and not just his own? Yes. I see. I can see that side of it based on the way we do things here. There's, You can't force him. I would like to see him do it. I don't know what he's doing because I don't know anything about him. Um, I'd like to see him give a little bit more to that cause since he has it. Um, but if he's trying to make his own quality of life better, I, I mean, okay. I'm not mad at him for it. I think generally speaking, it's some how much does he have? About 7 billion. 7 billion. It's an obscene amount of money. I'm I'm still not entirely comfortable and I know we're all oh, socialist. It, it's just isn't it weird that there's a handful of people it's weird. that have that kind of money and there are so many people who are just they can't even yeah. hardly live? Yeah, I get it. That's our system. Capitalism great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. It's just that seems unsustainable to me. But how, how long can we go on like that? I mean, we've done it for a long time, but the wealth gap is widening. I just, it seems unsustainable. There's a bigger part of that that I think is more disturbing, and that is the idea that so many things, whether it's cancer research or even, even individuals who need to do a fundraiser for their family, that so much of healthcare and healthcare related things need to be basically funded. Yeah, basically need to this, be at the at the goodwill of people giving their money as opposed to this should be a big thing. Like this, if government does anything, it should do stuff like this. I don't know what Mary Lou Retton is worth, but when I saw that this one-time world famous gymnast who appeared in shows and movies, and everybody in the country knew her name, and around the world, a lot of people knew her name. She was having, to, I think, a GoFundMe. It wasn't GoFundMe, but it was one of those for her, her medical care. And I thought, if this person needs that, what does that say about us? This is a celebrity, and she has to crowdfund? She has to crowdsource her health care? It's just it's a wild idea to me that that's the system we've accepted. 
Speaking of money, the second story, and I had this like two or three days ago, a story about a guy, normal guy, who finds out it's like the the start of every every horror movie in the 50s, but finds out a distant relative left him $30 million. And uh, a lawyer is flying in to meet him. He's going to present him a cashier's check. And uh, he's on the way to the airport, and he doesn't feel very well. And it turns out his piece-of-crap girlfriend, uh, who evidently was a piece of crap, uh, poisoned him with antifreeze, <laughs> thinking that she would get the money. And that was the story. So she's been arrested for murder, blah, 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 blah. Came out today, it was a scam. There was never a distant relative. There was no money. So it was just someone was pulling a scam on him. So I don't know what the end, you know, what the end game was, or if it was just a, you know, someone being a jerk or someone trying to get him one of those like, well, you're going to need to give me $10,000 earnest money or something. But the guy gets killed by his piece of crap girlfriend because someone pretended he was going to get 30 million bucks. And, and there was no money. No money. No and lawyer. so she killed him for, for nothing. For nothing. Well, well, she gets to oops go to prison for the rest of her life for nothing. Wheels, which makes you matter, that or the video I sent you of the moms <laughs> taking all of the Halloween Did candy? Did you see this, Ronge? No. There's video. I think it's in Texas. There's video. And Dave, I hadn't seen it until Dave saw it. But it's like three, three grown-ass moms coming up with their kids to a bowl. People have the Halloween candy out front of their house in a bowl. Say, please take one. And the moms are are emptying the bowl. They are taking all the candy and putting it in bags and leave the bowl completely empty. And then, like, run everybody runs away. Are they shooting the video? No, it's a ring cam. It's a ring cam. Like, mm. that That really pissed me off. Like, well, uh, grown people. It's candy. I mean, like, what? I, I just don't get it. I don't get how you can be grown and think this is a really good idea. Hey, man. Even when you're an adult, candy is awesome. <laughs> and then how about the other one I sent you? <laughs> yeah, the other one's a total opposite, right? So there's this little kid. I think he's a little ginger little kid. Little ginger. And he goes up to little the bowl wheels. in the front of the house, and there's nothing in it. And he holds it up, and he kind of shows his mom like, ugh. And he starts to walk away, and then he turns around, and he takes candy out of his own and he puts bag, it in the and bowl. he puts it in the bowl for the kids that what are coming after kid. him. I hope then he... the same parents came and took that. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> but like, I think that's weird for that kid to have done that. I, I don't think it's oh, weird. For the love of God. Why is that weird? It don't is unusual. Your, yeah, don't put your own candy back in the bowl. Like that's some that's some martyr. Yeah, don't stuff. look out for other that, kids. You know what, What's Andrew? Great that? point. That's kids trying to be a yeah. martyr. Victim. He's trying he's to play the like, victim. I hope I'm on the ring cam. I'm gonna go viral. Look yeah, at me. He like, yeah, he like wa- he wants his mom to be like, let's let's get <laughs> you all the candy in the world. It's yes. performative charity. Yes, it's like, well, okay. here, hope everybody sees me giving my candy. New rule. The next time you drink one of these amped up Panera things, you need to eat three sandwiches. Yeah. You got to even gotta it balance out. that you out a little bit. He, you think he did? Got to smooth that out. <laughs> Excellent point. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> 133 DGS. I wish we could read that text I sent you. But we really can't oh, just no. because of what's in it. Yeah. But I sent Andrew uh, a work text last night and uh, talked to text and didn't check it before I sent it. <laughs> and it's pretty damn funny. God, I wish I, I wish it wasn't about something like that. So. <laughs> Did you have the radio on or, or is it just? No. Um, I don't know what was going on. I was by myself. It would have been me and the television. So I don't know what. I've had it happen to me when you're not like when you like turn and look and you're it's not you're not talking right into it and you're yeah. talking too fast yeah. and it just mixes up words and it's just imperfect technology too. I mean it's just, you know what I mean. Yes, there's you, a, my TV has some. I got a smart TV. Things are going great. Wow. Um, it has some sort of like Siri. It's not it's not an Apple TV, but it's got one of those you know uh, Alexa slash Siri kind of functions. It's like Frank and the TV show that is on will set it off like shouldn't it know not to yeah <laughs> not to what, hear its TV own audio tri- itself off. Yeah. yeah the tv is triggering itself with i don't recognize what you're saying like well you're it's on you like why are you <laughs> why are you <laughs> you're the one talking it's, yeah, it's the voice me. in your head not me that's I mean, funny i've had it happen where the alexa gets set off yeah but that's completely separate it doesn't know it's the tv right right i gotta do yep, something that happens when you have alexa commercials that's true. Yeah. Not fun. <laughs> um, I okay, so far we're just doing nothing. That's fine. We have we have we have big stuff coming up. Like Andrew said, we're gonna talk to a Stanford neurologist uh who has concluded that we have no free will. He's a philosopher, so I and that's kind of like my nerd hobby. So we'll do some real stuff coming up, but I have a non-real thing. Um I know that <laughs> so this is so stupid. I know that when you go to shop and save. You bag your own groceries. Is there still shop and saves? Did they get bought out by Schnucks or something? I, I think can't so. Okay, I think anyway. So. Like, I understand that business model. But increasingly, it seems, when you go to regular grocery stores, they expect you to bag your own groceries. 
Now, I'm one of those weirdos that likes bagging groceries because I, I don't know why. I just feel like I'm good at it. And I think someone's going to see me like uh, like uh, seeing someone shoot baskets. and You're like, would you like to play for the NBA? Uh, so my dream is to be a bagger. But <laughs> like last time I was at the grocery store and the lady checking me out was just throwing them down. And I wasn't down there with a bag open like, you know, bring it to me. <laughs> I was still, you know, doing the card thing and putting in all the rewards things. But it was so clear that she wasn't going to put anything in a bag. And so while I didn't care personally, I also was like, well, then you should lower your prices. Am I wrong? Am I being a really old get off my lawn man about this? Uh, yeah, but rightfully. Well, that makes sense. I don't know. Because so if, if she's not going to like help you bag or whatever. The line is not going to move any faster if she doesn't help you bag or doesn't bag anything, right? Because you still have to stand there and bag your own items. You know what I mean? They're still going Before to... Before she could send the new ones from yeah, another person like, your like way. Yeah, like, there's still going to be that backup as, as you know, you get the item situated. So, if anything, it would actually go faster if you guys took it on together instead of just you standing down there while she throws bananas towards you and then you try and figure the, out where you want to bag The them. store that I go to is different people, but they tend to bag it as they're scanning it and they just like put the stuff in and then they hand me yeah, a bag yeah, and yeah, put yeah. it you know you put it in the cart. Yeah, I've normally had... I do it myself though. I like the self checkout. Oh, I'm too afraid of that. Yeah, that's my I favorite. love the self checkout. Yeah. In the grocery store I you go to You guys are real men. I'm afraid right. of that. I'm terrified. Like if you used an ATM, you could use that. I'm terrified. I would only go downtown when Rachel would go when I was with, when I yeah. was with mommy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. I can like by myself. Dave, you have no idea. I can use the self checkout and I can change a tire. Yeah. I can change a tire yeah. because I have AAA. I would so I I, I I use the the, the store that I go to is just now um, a, a building or installing self-checkout, which I'm super happy because the problem with this grocery store for years has been they have, like, at rush hour, two people. Yeah. Two people yep. checking out, and the lines are ridiculous. So I'm glad we got the self-checkout. I think if you tried it once, go buy, start small. Get a couple of items. Go late at night. Nobody there, no go pressure. Go late at night. There's no, yeah. It's just, getting creepy. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like midnight, you know, like bigger, like nine, 9 30. Yeah. Go at nine thirty, right before close, and you just scan your stuff, and you'll see how easy it is. You'll be okay. My big fear is like produce. Like I could, I, if something's like easily marked, you can just look it up. Yeah. Fine. Yep, it's easy. Oh, now they I'm got out. big buttons for it. Oh, yeah, that button can't be. Big. It's got and even scroll, pictures. It's got pictures. Yeah, of the it's food. got pictures of the food. You what just if I can't tell what it is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Apples and oranges, Dave. <laughs> yeah, have you seen plantains? They they look a lot like bananas. Yeah. Just don't buy them. Well, you I'm can't afraid, tell by the picture. I'm afraid I'll pick plantain. And for bananas, the code is four zero one one. Shut up. Well, depending it on is. where you are. You know that? Yes. Why do you know that? Because I buy a lot of bananas. <laughs> why do you buy so many bananas? I don't know. It's just, easy, why do you, why have easy you memor- portable why have you memorized how to buy bananas? It's only four numbers. I can't believe this is the show we're doing on the same day Steve complimented us. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It is pretty good. Yeah, I would listen Every to this. Everyday problems. I would listen to this crap. <laughs> Everyday problems. <laughs> okay, let's talk about something fairly real. Uh, coming up at 315, we have Tom Ackerman coming on because he knew Bobby Knight. Uh, everyone my age and older, of course, knew who Bobby Knight was, and he was the bombastic coach of Indiana University basketball and throwing chairs and kicking basketballs, and I had a really long talk, again, with Steve Moore, our boss, who was also an athlete when he was young and coaches teams now. Um, 
And he was saying Wheels is going to have a strong opinion. He goes, I don't know which it's going to be, whether he was the biggest a-hole in the world or a great coach. We need more like him, but I can't wait to hear it. So what do you think? Who said that? Steve. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. I, like, t- I, I'm mixed because I think he was unnecessarily cruel to a lot of people. And he was cruel to people that would be essentially beneath him in the power structure. He was cruel to referees. He was cruel to the people that covered the team. But everybody that knows him says he was an amazing guy. Everybody and and I I wish that someone like that would have understood better that you should treat everybody the way that you treat the people that are close to you because Bob Knight's reputation would be completely different. If he treated, and I heard Tom Ackerman, and are we talking to Tom later on? Mm-hmm. Uh, his story is amazing. He's got yeah, the most great. He's got one of the most yep. positive. I heard him with you guys this morning. One of the most positive Bob Knight stories I've ever heard. And I wish that guy was there more. Yes. Because God almighty, how many times he was horrible to people for yep. no, for no reason other than he was upset about either having to answer a question he didn't want to answer, or he was mad about a loss or, you know, whatever it was. I, it's, I, I think that's a good lesson because Bob Knight was not a bad person. It's it's bully behavior. It was bully behavior from uh, against people that had no recourse against him. So I don't like people who are like that, generally speaking. I just don't because they take it out on players by choking them or pushing. What was it? He pushed a cop. Was it in Puerto Rico that I that happened? I don't remember that or, one. It was, or somewhere else. But the that incident happened. that got him fired just, was him bullying a student. Yeah, man. Like you put your hands on a, on a player. Come on. Uh, to me, I think there used to be this feeling that you had to be a hard ass and he was just being a hard ass and motivating his players. There are a lot of really good guys out there. that get a lot out of their Look at Mike McDaniel, the coach of the Dolphins. He is the nicest dude, and his players freaking love him, and they're playing well. You don't have to be a butthole to get a lot out of your team, but I think there are a lot of folks out there that that feel like you do, and that's just wrong. And it, that's been proven a lot more lately uh, based on all the, all the good guys we've seen as coaches. So I just didn't like that, and I'm glad that Tom had that experience because that's a that is a personal wonderful experience and you know sometimes people who are bullies are are good to people they care about that's true right. of everybody i just wish he i'm i'm with you kevin i yeah. wish he learned that early on because he could have been a great basketball coach without all of that crap i used to hate bobby knight like in the in the late 90s early 2000s i used to hate bob knight because because that that outward projection of how he treated anybody that wasn't important to him if you weren't important to him, then you were nothing, and that's how way, he treated you. That's true of a lot of college coaches. Oh, it's in true football a lot of, and basketball. Yeah. But he was he was way over the top, just physically mean too. It's true every in every walk of life, and it's you know in in the sports world, it's true. I mean that's that's kind of what you talk about when you know we talk about a ball, baseball player who big leagues you, right? Like oh yeah, they're nice to anybody they find useful or they see as their equal. But if you're not that, well, then they have no time of day for you. Like that's the dynamic. Except that uh, with Bob Knight, it's more than that. It was also yelling at people and trying to embarrass people in press conferences and things. But it's an, to me, it's more interesting when I learn about the good side because you never see that. And the reason you never see that was to me the flaw in the human being that would not show the same respect and care for people that weren't important to him. 
and we should be that way to anybody. I mean, you, I'm not saying you treat everybody like they're your your parents or like they're your brother or sister, your kid. But you you know the, what's the golden rule? Treat people the way you want to be treated, it, rather than pick how, and fights. How did you know that? Was he famous for that? Like, oh I, my God! Yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't have oh. known that. Yeah, I mean, like you know, in in the time that I mean, in the '90s when I was in college, when I was just getting into the media and all that. I mean, that was some of his heyday, uh, and so when he got fired was around that time period, early two thousands, right? Like two thousand two or two. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he was he was known for blowing up at people in press conferences, and obviously yelled at players and referees, and threw the chairs on the court and all of that. And I know that even then there was still this, you know, his players, his former players, would stand by him and say, "No, he's a good man. He got me through college. He helped me through some of the toughest times of my life." And that's the kind of stuff you like to hear, but. Why is it so difficult to show that same that same kind of respect to a reporter asking you a question who's just doing a job as opposed to only one of your players because they matter to you? Do you think that it was mostly, look, that's just the way the guy's built? Or did you feel back then that a lot of it was performative in that, oh, this is what I'm known for. This is why I'm famous. Mm, I don't think it's performative eh, because some mm. of that stuff happened in practice. I don't know it, who right, when nobody for. was around. Right. right, right. I will say, I mean, there, this is why he's an interesting character to me now this many years later. Because there's also a funny side to him. He was really funny. You'd hear him tell stories. He tells a story. Um, maybe I'll pull, we'll pull the audio for later. But he tells a story about coaching the Olympic team. Uh, and they're beating the crap out of whoever they're playing. They're up like 30 at the half, and Michael Jordan is on this team. So this is, you know, back in the day. And Jordan at the half has like 19 points. He's got he's almost got a triple-double at halftime in 14 minutes of play or something like that, and he's trying to figure out what he's going to say to the team. And he says, well, you know what I'm going to do? Jordan's the best player. He can handle it. I'm going to go after him hard, see if that helps motivate everybody else. And then he tells this funny story about he gets on Jordan for not setting enough picks. Like, he's got a triple-double at halftime of a game. It's like, you're not setting enough picks. And then Jordan's reply was, basically, I'm doing them too fast for you to see them, Bobby. And he's like, well, then you've got to slow it down. Nah. And I'm like, there's a funny side to him. Yeah. And you saw more of that the more he was removed from actually coaching. And there was a smart side, too, when yeah. he said uh, he there, this interview's been circulating, or at least yeah. about a 30-second clip of him talking about Michael Jordan. When Jordan was in college. When he was in college and said, this is the best player I've ever seen. I saw that this when, morning. Yeah. When a lot of people didn't, they, they knew MJ was good, but he didn't go number one overall in the draft. That's right. So um, I, I think a lot of people saw it. He certainly saw it before others did. That seems to be a real thing with fame. That, you know, we're all in the same business and we've all met a lot of big stars. And for the most part, uh, there's been a direct correlation for me that the more famous the person I'm meeting is and the more money they have, the the cooler they were. You know, and that it's not scientific. It's just very anecdotal. But most of the super famous, at least to me, people I've met were really cool and down to earth. Uh it was the people who had been famous for five minutes that had a real attitude. But I've never been famous in that way. Uh, you know, I, I may run into a person or two when I go to Schnooks and everyone's always super nice. I don't know what it's like to not be able to leave the house without, you know, people. They're just going to rush you like a, a Brad Pitt or a Bobby Knight or whatever it is. But it's rare that you see someone super famous who 
can also handle the public really well. Like, for example, Huey Lewis was famous for after every show, he's staying at the Four Seasons or the Ritz-Carlton, whatever, and he would go down to the bar and he would say to all the people there, like, look, I'm just here to have a drink. We can hang out for a couple hours and talk as long as you guys don't fanboy on me. But as soon as you start with that, I'm going to go upstairs. But if you guys just want to hang out, let's hang out. And he'd hang out all night. I've always said that was really cool. And that's kind of what I'm talking about when it comes to Bob Knight. Like, just just show general people respect. People people that are just doing a job near you don't need to be held don't don't need to be treated like they're your players. They don't need to be treated like they're your inferiors. And there, are, as Ranch pointed out, there are a lot of great coaches who who get that, who still treat people well. I mean, look at as an example, just look at Bruce Bochy. They won the World Series last night. One of the yeah, nicest guys. One they of the nicest him. guys. He treats everybody well. You're right. And he's he's an all time great manager. I've told you the story. I worked for a law firm where everyone was super super mean. And I was very young, and I just equated that, like, oh, okay, right, this is right. what you do. And then I got a case where I traveled with a senior partner. He was probably in his 70s, maybe even early 80s, senior partner at a big firm. And uh, we were on the same case, and so we went to five or six cities together and got to know each other. And he was a god of law. I mean, this guy was top three in the entire area. Nicest, kindest, gentlest man ever. And and that was really I'm so glad that happened to me because I was really I I I, I, I don't know I I didn't develop that attitude but it definitely was like oh I guess this is what you do like to be a celebrity chef you got to throw pots and pans at people or whatever uh, but you don't have to you know some people just do that and that's their thing and they happen to be great and a jerk uh, but they're my my biggest problem with Bobby Knight is I think he launched a thousand careers of coaches. Who tried saw him and emulated yes, it? Yeah, yes. Who tried to be that? The way politicians try to be yeah. Trump now. It, it's such a hard thing to balance too, because he did so much good for people. He raised a lot of money for University of Indiana, which helped students well beyond basketball. Yeah. He helped a lot of basketball players who had difficult things going on in their lives, and he helped get them on a the right path. Uh, did work for hospitals and for kids and all that, and then at the same time was a bully. And I think you just have to recognize it all. Right? You can't yeah. ignore the bully part just because he was good to certain people. Yeah. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 154 DGS. Happy Thursday. 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 Been a weird yep. week for yep. that, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, Rachel gone and, you know, people sitting in. Polly's going to be in today, Matt. Polly's going to come in later on today and hang out with us. Like, we just finished a conversation about Bobby Knight. Uh, Tom Ackerman knew him. Uh, Tommy and Alex Rich, who's a salesperson here, mm-hmm. is on, oh, yeah. over Y98. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't think Alex knew him, but he's an IU guy. Yeah, say Alex is a bit young. So for that, it's uh, you know, large in their sky. Yeah, and uh, and Tommy actually knew him, knew him. So yep. that'll be really interesting. Is the reason he went to IU? Yep. was because of Bobby Knight. I didn't know that. Yeah, Tom. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Tom. Yeah. Hmm. Met him personally before. Who's the and- most famous person you've actually spent time with? 
define time. Say it's all sports too. Like for me was I spent two solid hours just me and Evil Knievel in an office. <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> just talking. That's pretty great. And him telling me stories. <laughs> I probably met more famous people, but to me, like when I was a kid, and you didn't have Netflix and Amazon and a million channels. When Evil Knievel was doing a jump on a Saturday on uh, ABC Sports, the world stopped. Yeah. And so when I was yeah. in my like early 40s and suddenly I'm in a room with Evil Knievel and he's telling me stories, I'm like, this is one of the greatest moments of my life. I have like a, a vague memory of like when I was really little, he was still a big deal. So I, I think oh, I had some yeah. evil. Were there toys? Oh yeah. Oh, were there toys? They, they were. They were I lined up. They jumped them. They jumped that gap themselves. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.